Hi, welcome to Teshuva, Return and Reboot, where we reflect on evidence-based strategies inspired by our tradition to return to our best selves and to renew our capacity to grow and change. I'm Michelle Sarna. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. Today, I wanted to reflect on one of the passages and big ideas of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and this time of year. Um, and it's a passage, one of the few passages that we in, insert into the Shmona Esrei um, that we start doing on Rosh Hashanah through Asar Imi Teshuvah, through Yom Kippur. And it's a phrase that is echoed in other parts of Tefillah, and it refers to Uchtov L'chayim Tovim Kol that all of um, Hashem of God, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creations should be written it for a good life. L'chayim tovim. So what is a good life? What co- constitutes a good life? Philosophers, psychologists, um, of course, um, great religious thinkers and scholars have discussed and debated this question for centuries. Today, let's look at the research of Dr. David Myers, who is a professor at Hope College and has researched several topics, including life satisfaction. Now, I was drawn to his research because about a decade ago, when I had just finished my PhD, I was very interested in the then young field of positive psychology, which was turning to looking at not only how can psychology help when things go wrong and when people are struggling or suffering mentally or emotionally, but what can the science of psychology teach us about how to build a meaningful life and how to reach our goals and to become our best selves. So Dr. Myers at the time had recently written an article about life satisfaction about what research shows, about what actually leads to experiencing life as being more satisfying, more meaningful, more enjoyable. And what I loved about his article was his humor, the crispness of his writing, and the way he wove in research. And in fact, Dr. Myers will share that one of his inspirations in not only being a researcher, but in popularizing evidence and scientific approaches to psychology is that he believes that knowledge is power and therefore knowledge should be shared. And by making the research of psychology and sociology more accessible to the general public, it's a way of helping people improve their lives in general. So the article that I'm referring to on life satisfaction was called Faith, Friends, and Funds. And basically, Dr. Myers points out that the three indicators of what evidence shows lead to increasing life satisfaction or increasing one experience of living a good life are actually having being part of a faith-based community, and that could be 
feeling that you're part of something bigger than oneself. We refer to self-transcendence, according to Dr. Mazow, feeling that you are part of something that is bigger, whether it's connecting to a broader community, a broader sense of beliefs, or a sense of higher being, of course, for us. As Jewish people, we feel part of emunah, a deep faith, and a Kaddish Baruch and in the Jewish people, and a connection to all of our communities presently, and also our rich history and the people that have come before us. A second component of experiencing life as meaningful and happy and satisfying is having close relationships, having a close network of support. In fact, according to the article, knowing whether a person has a faith that encompasses social support, purpose, and hope is a primary indicator of life satisfaction. And interestingly, it's the criteria that we usually assume is associated with the good life or life satisfaction, age, gender, income, are have actually very low correlates with life satisfaction. In fact, what the research indicated was that Barring living in impoverished conditions, so for people that have the basic life necessities met, which are not, is not something to take for granted in many parts of the world, access to medical care, food, shelter, and education. Beyond that, any other type of material wealth or gain has little or no correlation with life satisfaction. So the pursuit of the American dream or assuming that living a good life means living a materially wealthy or rich life is actually completely inaccurate because when people describe their own sense of life satisfaction, according to Dr. Myers and the research of Dr. Diener and others, what contributes scientifically to feeling one's life is satisfying and worthy is having a faith connection and having deep social connections and community. Now, this research was particularly meaningful because it was about 10 years ago that I just finished my doctorate after a very long process. And I had the opportunity to attend a psychology conference and Dr. Myers, whose work I had read on life satisfaction and positive psychology, was going to be presenting at the conference. And I just sent him, I looked up his contact information and I sent him an email and I asked if we could meet for a few minutes. And he actually wrote back right away. And he was such a mensch. At that point, he had published a few books produced by Yale University Press, and he had written articles in the New York Times, the Scientific American. He was a prolific writer, researcher, lecturer, and he right away wrote back with grace and charm and good humor, 
offering to meet and to talk. And when I met him, he also we met at a cafe for coffee very early in the morning. And I quickly realized that he had scheduled back-to-back meetings with many people that were eager to just have a few minutes with him to pick his brain. And I, at that point, again, was at a crossroads. I had just finished my PhD. I was considering academia. I was doing a postdoctoral research Um, or I wasn't sure if I should work in organizational life or clinical work. And he just was so gracious in his time. Like there was nothing extraordinary or special about the questions I was encountering. They were so mundane and common. And when I met with him, I felt like he really listened and took time out of his schedule to really pay attention and honor the choices that I was making. And what was also very meaningful is that he shared with me during our meeting that he actually suffered from a hearing loss. He was middle-aged and he had had suffered from a hearing loss for quite some time. His mother had been deaf later in life, but also suffered with significant hearing loss for much of his life. And part of his passion, aside for Um, all the other areas of research research that he was pursuing was promoting and advocating for better hearing technology to be available for, for everyone. And what I soon realized is that although he couldn't hear, he had a tremendous capacity to listen and to connect. And it made me really appreciate that from his perspective, the Sefer HaChayim, a good, rich, meaningful life, is literally not based on the physical or the material capacities or possessions that we have, but on the way that we create really deep, intentional, emotional, social, and spiritual connections with each other and with broader communities and with HaKadosh Baruch um, So thank you, everybody. I hope you have a meaningful day.